I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. She's got deep chat. The hideaway is open tonight. I licked her tit or whatever. You know, quicksand is that the equivalent is made out of dicks, dicks, dicks. It's banter. What do you think about Brexit? What's that? Does that mean we won't have any cheese? Are you joking? You are a liar, actress. 100% white type on paper. Hello and welcome to She's Got the Chat. I am Mara. And I am Ari. Well, this week was an interesting week. Lots of drama to discuss. I'm very curious to see if we're on the same page about all of it. I have a feeling we might have some discrepancies Ooh. this week. A lot of controversial fights, I feel like. There were a lot of controversial fights. I feel like there were a lot of fights where there is a lot of like gray area on like who was right and who was wrong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we might we might have some differing opinions on this. Yeah. We also had a lot of hideaways this week and a lot of challenges this week. A lot of challenges, So definitely a lot to discuss. And we just wanted to make a note that we realized we had been going through these episodes based on their numbers on ITV, but their numbers on Hulu are actually different because Hulu uploads After Sun in addition to Unseen Bits. So starting this week... We, were, we are recapping Hulu episodes 47 through 52, and we will be doing it like that moving forward. Yes. <laughs> now that we're at the very end of the season, we figured <laughs> out the episode numbers. Yes, <laughs> and for anyone who is watching via UK, the episodes for week seven are episodes 42 through 47. Yeah, we can also do that. Just give both sets of numbers. True. <laughs> Whatever. It's week Whatever. seven, everyone. <laughs> Here we are. Switching it up in the final countdown. <laughs> yeah. Any other general thoughts about this week? No, I've just been keeping a good eye on social media, um, trying to keep track of any interesting tids that might come up that are relevant. 
week seven was a particularly quiet week online, but I think week eight will be a little bit fierier. I am not keeping track of that, so thank you. No problem. (laughs) All right, Ari, let's get into this. All right, let's go for it. Let's Let's chat. chat. Okay, so Hulu episode 47. We leave off with Claudia, who is super upset after the recoupling. The girls are comforting her, and she's talking about how much she likes Casey. Casey's telling Will that he feels like they're at really different stages, him and Claudia, and he feels bad that Claudia is upset. Will suggests that he talk to Claudia because she thinks he's closing it off with her. And if that's not the case, then Casey should maybe clarify that with Claudia. We then see a chat between Casey and Rosie, and Casey is talking about wanting to be respectful of Claudia and that he doesn't want to be cuddling and kissing Rosie in bed, just out of respect for Claudia. Yes. Ron and Lana then have a chat, and they talk about Lana's speech at the recoupling, and Ron says he really liked it, and he says that he's falling for her, too. Uh, We then cut to a conversation between Casey and Claudia. Casey says that Claudia's kind of jumping to conclusions and that he thinks it would be silly to not get to know Rosie. Claudia says that they were in such a good place. She's frustrated. And Casey says that he's going to be respectful and not rub anything in her face. At night, after all the Islanders have settled in for bed, Claudia decides to get up and sleep outside on the day beds. In the morning, we have a BCGC, and Keenan is saying that he hasn't really felt a spark with anyone, and he feels like the girls are holding back because of their current relationships. Again, just so insightful, Keenan. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Claudia tells the girls that she's mad, and she needs to talk to Rosie. Rosie tells the girls that she doesn't think that Casey and Claudia are compatible and she doesn't see sexual chemistry between them. Mm. A la Ellie, if you will. It's giving Ellie talking about Ron and Lana. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We then see a conversation between Ron and Casey and Ron suggests getting to know Rosie as quickly as possible in order to make a decision as quickly as possible. And Ron says that he thinks he knows which direction Casey will go, but that he can't feel guilty about it. Claudia then talks to Sanam, Sammy, and Lana, and Claudia says that she feels like she really got on well with Casey, and it's just shifted. Sammy tells Claudia about the sexual chemistry comment that Rosie had made. Claudia then goes to pull Rosie and asks about the compatibility comment. Claudia says she really likes Casey, and she's hurting. She thinks she likes him more than he likes her. Rosie wants to be transparent with Claudia that she does feel a spark with Casey. We then see a chat between Keenan, Kai, and Shaq talking about Claudia. Shaq says that it's difficult because if Casey rushes the decision, he might make the wrong one and regret it. Yeah. They get a text, and it is time for our first challenge of the episode and the worst challenge of the episode. So we can go through this rather <laughs> quickly, I think. This is Saints versus Sinners, and it is Boys versus Girls. And shockingly, the girls are the Saints in this challenge. I wanted to go back a little, Ari, because I think it's interesting how Ron was pushing Casey to make a decision quickly. And Shaq is saying to not make a decision quickly because he might end up regretting the decision that he makes. And I think it sort of like points to the game playing nature of Ron and like him Mm. trying to like push things, manipulate things a little bit one way or another with each of the Islanders. Yeah. He also is speaking from, I mean, 
him and Shaq are both speaking from their own experiences. Ron has done this a lot more than Shaq has. And so I think that Ron has gotten the feedback from Lana and from other Islanders. Like, why are you taking so long to decide that you want me? Yeah. Whereas Shaq hasn't had that experience. And so Ron is probably kind of speaking from a place of warning. That's true. So going into the challenge, the boys are dressed up as devils and the girls are dressed up as angels. Basically, there is a wheel with everybody's face on it. You throw a trident. Whoever it lands on, they have to kiss. But you also have to first say, like, I'm going for this person. You have to make a claim as to who you're going for. Yeah. Yeah. And if they miss, they just lose their turn. I'm like, they should try again. That would be more fun. But Will kisses Jesse. Rosie kisses Kai. Ron kisses Lana. Claudia kisses Casey. Casey aims for Tanya. Claudia says, what a cop out. Casey ends up kissing Tanya. Keenan aims for Rosie, misses. And I thought, so I guess this means that bombs can talk to other bombs. <laughs> so this is a great point, And I'm glad you're bringing it up now because we'll see this storyline kind of progress yeah. throughout the course of the next few episodes. I don't think there's ever been a rule against bombs talking to other bombs. The issue is, if you're these last two bombshells, it's a really horrible idea to go for each other. No one's ever going to vote for you. That's true. And you're not going to stay in the villa. And most people coming into the villa know that. Mm. And I think Keenan just does not know how to play the game at all. That's why bombs are usually closed off to each other, not because there's a rule against it. That's so true. That's a really good point. But it's, it's, I, think, I still think it's interesting that we've seen it so rarely. I mean, you're right, though. It's, it, it doesn't benefit them to, to do it, so why would they? But I still think it's interesting. Because I guess, like, if you wanted to be really for the right reasons, kind of like Keenan, if he's into Rosie, he's like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go for Rosie. Yeah, but also Rosie has an option in Casey. Right. Keenan doesn't really have any options yeah. except for potentially Rosie. I'm not saying he's not into her, but, like, there's not as much wiggle room with the girls in the villa right now yeah. as there is with the Casey that Rosie has kind of found. She can get her foot in the door with him. Mm-hmm. That's my take on yeah. it. No, I think that's right. The game ends with the guys throwing paint sponges at the girls, and then the girls do it to the boys. Did you notice this episode? There's a conversation you're about to talk about in just a second between Rosie and Casey. And in it, Rosie has, like, drips on her entire face or at least like the remnants of drips from that paint throwing and then after the snog mary pie challenge as well they're all sitting around talking to each other just like still covered in whipped cream i'm like why don't they let them clean up (laughs) well there's like a limited number of showers so that's part of it but yeah but like you would think that'd be the moment to take your shower or jump in the pool like gross but i wouldn't want it on my face i don't think the producers let them clean up I yeah. think it's like a manipulation thing. It's like, we want you to sit in your filth. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> anyway, before we get to that, we see a chat between Claudia and Keenan. And Claudia says that she's sorry. She didn't try to aim for him. And he's like, it's okay. I understand you have feelings. I'm here for you as a friend first. Claudia says she's happy to get to know him. We then see a conversation between Rosie and Casey, and Rosie asks why he ended up picking Tanya to kiss. He says that he went for the cop-out, and that Rosie has come in, and she's really made an impact. He says that her coming in has changed everything for him and given him a lot to think about. And Rosie asks if it's the initial attraction or personality, and he says it's both. Casey says he feels like they're both really similar, but he doesn't really want to drag this on. 
And Rosie says, as long as you're honest, I'm cool. Rosie is playing this so much better than Claudia. She is kind of spiraling and turning Casey totally off of her. Rosie sees that and she's like, I'm going to be so chill chill. and become the one that that you want just like from how I handle this whole situation. I completely agree. Yeah. Claudia's not doing herself any favors (laughs) with how she's acting this week. No. We then see a conversation between Sammy and Tom. She asks if Rosie and Casey have something, and Tom is like she's had an effect on him, and she's doing her job as a bombshell. It's nighttime now, and we see Casey and Rosie talk. He's like, I'm going to talk to Claudia and see how she's feeling, and he doesn't have answers for Claudia yet. Rosie says that Casey ticks off a lot of what she looks for, and Casey ITMs that he does like Rosie, and the more he talks to her, the more he likes her. Claudia and Jesse then have a conversation and Claudia is angry and she doesn't think that Casey cares about how she feels. Jesse calls Casey a charmer. Claudia and Casey then chat and Casey asks if she's doing all right. Claudia says that if he doesn't know about how he feels, then she feels ready to just walk away from the whole situation. And Casey says that he just doesn't know how he feels yet. Claudia's trying to push him to answer. She says that if you feel more towards her now, just say it. He's like, it's not like that. I just don't know where I'm at. Claudia feels like she's an option and she doesn't want to be one. Do you believe Casey at this point that he doesn't know? Uh, I think that his gut is saying Rosie, but I don't think his like gut has caught up with his head to like make the decision. Or his head has caught up with his Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like I think that he knows that he's leaning more toward Rosie but he's not yet ready to like fully say no to Claudia just in case. Yeah. This feels very reminiscent to me of Tanya and Martin Mm. and Tanya constantly feeding him this line of like, Oh, I just don't know yet when Martin could tell that she was being different with him and everyone could tell that she was going to choose Shaq. That's true. So that's where like I am. I do see Claudia's perspective on it. Although I do think she still didn't handle it in the best way. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. We see a chat between Ron and Lana on the terrace and he's talking again, recoupling speech that Lana gave and how much he liked it. He thinks that they both know how they feel, and he says they're stronger than ever. Ron talks about exclusivity and how he wants the title, and he wants Lana to be his girlfriend. She's like, are you asking me? And then she says, yes. He's like, you're my first girlfriend. I, God, Ron won brownie points for me in this (laughs) moment that he didn't do a, like, whole thing. Like, a walk to the first place in the villa that we ever saw each other now walk to the first place we ever kissed now walk i always find those scenes so boring me too why do you think he opted to do something more subtle so he said he made a comment where he was like over the past few days i've been thinking about how i want to do it but i just don't want to wait any Uh longer my read on that was that what he meant by that was that over the past few days he'd been talking to production about how they were going to set it Mm. up and i almost feel like he was like fuck that Mm. like i'm just gonna do this on my own and maybe blindsided production by just doing it in this moment to kind of take away the possibility of having a really big embarrassing moment like that especially because later on in this episode they talk about as a couple how they don't like pda 
And I feel like that would have been extremely painful for yeah. them. But I really don't remember seeing a conversation like this on the show before. They always forced them into some big public display. So that was my take on it, was that it was kind of the subversion yeah. of the Love Island producers, which made me love it yeah. even more. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wondered if Lana is like just the type of person who wouldn't like a big declaration of love like that. And so maybe she asked Ron, kind of like with like getting engaged to, you're like, hey... Whenever you decide to propose, don't do it in front of all my friends and family. I kind of wonder if she might have been that kind of person. Maybe. Maybe. I just feel like they're kind of both that kind of person. But then Ron does shout over the terrace that he has a missus. I hate this, but here we are. Oh, I've got a missus. That's how he sounds. In a BCGC, we see Ron tell the boys that he's gassed and that just being in a couple with Lana was not good enough for him. Tanya tells Ron that he has gone from a boy to a man. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no, she doesn't say that to Ron. She says that to the girls. But Lana's like, I actually really agree. Casey tells Rosie in bed that he wants to give her a cuddle and can't. And then they do a a little. A light cuddle. A small cuddle. Moving into episode 48, we see a BCGC, and Ron talks about having a girlfriend now. Casey says that he wants to make the right decision, but also doesn't want to drag it out for the sake of Claudia. Claudia tells the girls that she's annoyed that Casey was worried about hurting Rosie's feelings because he's known Claudia for two weeks and only known Rosie for a few days. Jesse calls him wishy-washy but polite, (laughs) and Rosie and Keenan chat, and Keenan says he feels like he's only friends with Claudia. Casey asks Will and Tom what they think, and they both say that it looks like Casey is swaying towards Rosie because of the way that he is with Mm -hmm. her. There's this ongoing narrative of being like, you've been just glowing. You've seemed so happy since she came into the villa. Casey says that he does feel more of a spark with Rosie, and he doesn't want to drag it on. He ITMs that he can't stop thinking about Claudia and her feelings and how he knows how much Claudia likes him and doesn't want to walk away from the situation. Right. Keenan and Claudia then chat, and Keenan says that he wants to help Claudia get Casey back. She says that she's getting mixed signals from Casey. She thought that last night Casey would tell her that he wants to go for Rosie, and then he didn't, and he said he wanted to sleep on it, and then this morning, Casey got her coffee. And Keenan then seems to think that that means Casey likes her, to which I said, no, he doesn't like you. He feels guilty. <laughs> Also, that was so weird. He didn't even bring her the coffee. He Tom made Tom do it. bring it to her. That's what I'm saying. If he actually wanted to bring yeah. her coffee, he would have brought her coffee. He made her coffee out of right. sheer fucking guilt. <laughs> In a dog bowl. In a dog bowl. That was so strange. I guess there were no clean cups. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Are the Islanders doing their own dishes? Yeah, I think they have to do their own dishes. I know that they're catered lunch and dinner, but their breakfast they have to make for themselves. So I think that they're also required to clean up their breakfast, too. So if there are no clean dishes and they're only using dishes for breakfast, then that means that there are dishes sitting around in the sink and cups and mugs specifically sitting around in the sink from breakfast yesterday and probably the Potentially, but they do also make late night snacks for themselves. I'm just trying to, like, get a sense of how how upset i would be <laughs> <laughs> i can't handle dirty dishes i agree at gabe <laughs> <laughs> called out <laughs> he doesn't listen <laughs> 
Claudia says that she wants Casey to come to her and say how he feels tonight. Lana and Sanam talk, and Lana says that she thinks that Casey is really into Rosie. Sanam is like, it's not fair to leave Claudia in limbo like this. And then Claudia comes over and joins the conversation and says that she doesn't like how Rosie is sitting with Casey, which is kind of like backwards on a pool lounger. But the part of this that they didn't see is that Rosie was like, I can't sit here like this because my clip is like annoying me on the back of my head, which I found extremely It was very relatable. So I think that that's why she turned around, <laughs> not to like have her like ass in his yeah. face. But Whatever. anyway, according to Claudia, that was very disrespectful. <laughs> she's just going to pick, 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 pick because she's just like waiting for the moment. Yeah, the Islanders get a text, and we have our second challenge already. It is Snog Mary Pie, an iconic yeah. part of the season. I can't wait. Claudia and Sanam are like, well, Casey's going to have to make a decision. Casey says, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and Rosie says, here comes drama. <laughs> so we see the challenge now. Will gives Claudia a little kiss. He marries Jesse and he pies Lana and says, "You felt like there was no spark." We I loved won. it. <laughs> I thought this was such a good callback. It was, it was a really I good callback. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a great choice too. Ron is up next. He decides to snog Tanya. He marries Lana and he pies Sammy. Tom snog Sammy marries Claudia. And pies Rosie because Claudia is his girl and Northerners stick together. Mm. I'm surprised that he did that. That he pied Rosie? Yeah. Keenan is up next. He snogs Claudia. He marries Tanya. And he pies Sammy. Kai goes next. He snogs Sanam, marries Lana, and pies Tanya because she has pied two of his <laughs> boys. That was satisfying. She definitely needed yeah, to be pied. Yeah, definitely. But also, Olivia needed to be pied a lot more than she yes. was. Shaq goes next. He snogs Lana. He marries Tanya and pies Olivia because when she pisses him off, she really pisses him off. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> Same Shaq. Oh, truly. We see Maxwell goes next. He snogs Olivia, marries Claudia, and pies Tanya because Tanya sent Martin yeah. home. She also brought him into yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Like, without Tanya, he wouldn't have been yeah. there at all. But, okay, I get yeah. it, Max. He's got to pick someone, I guess. Yeah. Maxwell likes to play it safe, always, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Casey is last, and he snogs Rosie because she's a rocket and he finds her attractive. He marries Claudia because she deserves better than him and doesn't deserve to be an option. And then he pies Sammy. So do you think that producers potentially, like how I gave Will a lot of credit for this in Casa, do you think that producers potentially told Casey that he couldn't end things with Claudia before now? That's a good question. I doubt it. I don't think that they're that manipulative that they're like, no, you can't do this until XYZ time. I think that they definitely tell them that they have they can't have certain conversations before challenges and stuff like That's that. That's true. If Casey wanted to, after hearing about the challenge, if you wanted to go and talk to Claudia immediately, the producers wouldn't have allowed it. There's no way. But like right. the prior evening, if he wanted to end it with Claudia, he could have. Yeah. Or do you think that the producers were holding off so that he would be forced to like make this decision? 
I kind of do. But I also, I'm just, like, trying to give Casey credit because I know that I gave Will mm-hmm. a lot of credit. And to be completely honest with you, like, my general takeaway from this week was that even though I do think Casey got a lot of shit for not doing something so bad, I hated how he handled mm. things. And I am officially anti-Casey, so I'm trying to not be too oh, biased. <laughs> in my approach to it (laughs) and say like maybe the producers did make him do this because like i said i gave will a lot of credit for that same thing or a lot of leeway yeah i i think it's hard to know what hand the producers had in all of this i definitely agree he dragged his feet i would not put all the blame on the producers for that okay great well i'll blame him (laughs) i think this is fucked up here like this confirms then that he was gonna choose rosie over claudia yeah and isn't being clear about it until this moment. But also, I was a little bit annoyed with Claudia because she had said prior to the challenge that if he snogged Rosie and married her, she was going to throw the ring she in didn't. his face. And I really would have liked her to follow I agree. through on that. That would have been promise. interesting. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the girls are up now, and Lana goes first. She snogs Shaq, marries wrong, marries wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> marries ron and pies casey and said that's for claudia jesse is next she snogs keenan and thanks him for taking her on a date she marries will and she pies shack tanya is up next she kisses maxwell marries shack and pies casey because claudia does deserve better sanam is next she snogs tom marries kai and pies casey for how he treated cynthia and claudia that's right no one is thinking about cynthia i know Olivia is up next. She snogs Max, marries Shaq, kind of almost goes for Tom, but makes a joke. All the girls are doing this, and I was like, it was kind of funny the first time, and then by the end, yeah. I'm over it, where they're like, oh, maybe I'll kiss you all, maybe I'll buy you all, maybe I'll marry you, and then, like, going to somebody it's else. like we all knew. Day. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And then she pies Kai because he wasn't even man enough to Fucking apologize Olivia. to her. <laughs> <laughs> This explanation was so yeah. funny. It could have been like, because like we were together, here's some fucking whipped cream. Exactly. Fuck you. But instead it's because of this apology thing. Insane. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> she, Wild. She never, stops. She never stops. <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> Rosie is up next. She snogs Casey. She marries Keenan. She almost goes to marry Will, but like psychs him out. Rosie then pies Kai because she's never been pied before. I always love these moments. And again, welcome to the Love Island Bella Rosie. But I'm just like, you've never been rejected. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Good for you. It must be <laughs> fucking nice. Jesus. Ugh. The amount of times I've been rejected. <laughs> for fucking real. Many. Sammy goes next. She snogs Tom, marries Shaq, and pies Will. And says that is because yeah, of Casa. I like that too. Jesse is like, yes, Sammy, like applauding yeah. in the background. Claudia's last. She snogs Keenan, marries Tom, and pies Casey because you can't have your cake and eat it too. And with that, the challenge is over. We see Rosie and Casey chatting. He says that he is now villain Casey. Mm-hmm. She asks if that is where his head was going anyway. And he says, yeah, he's going to talk to Claudia. And he feels like this made his decision easier. Yeah, because it forced him to make one. <laughs> no, because he had already made one. Well, it forced him to verbalize the decision. It is nighttime in the villa. We see a chat between Claudia, Jesse, and Will. 
and they say that Casey can't be the happy Larry and hurt Claudia for the last three days. Claudia says that she woke up feeling like a bad bitch and she doesn't want to be a nice girl anymore. She says that she's done with the situation. And then ITMs that today she felt more like a screw you attitude. And in this conversation, all the girls are hyping her up. I think we will disagree on this Casey situation because I didn't really think that what he did was that wrong. I think of Ron and what he got away with. And like he was way worse than that. And he didn't really get that much shit for it. But just because he didn't get shit, does that mean that Casey shouldn't get shit? Or does that mean Ron shouldn't have gotten shit? Yeah, maybe what I should back up and say is I feel like it's a double standard. Casey's being held to a higher standard than Ron was. I guess. I don't really think that what Casey is doing to Claudia is that bad. I definitely think you should have told her earlier. Yeah. There's a really specific feeling of like coming back from casa both single that i think in claudia's mind really solidified their relationship Mm -hmm. and then since then he just has been not as interested in her and i understand Mm -hmm. why she'd be so confused by that Mm -hmm. it's not the i think though that he like had to stick with claudia and couldn't recouple with rosie i just i hate how he is acting in general this week like we'll get into it but all the stuff with jesse i think he is like, maybe rightfully so, spiraling at just being blamed for a lot of things that other people haven't gotten a lot of flack for. Yeah. But I feel like he handled it very immaturely in general. Hmm. Okay. We'll talk more. I didn't I didn't feel he uh, did okay. that poorly about it, to be honest. I texted you recently and was like, can't wait to talk. I feel like we're going to have different opinions. Because I think that, like, a lot of people agree with you. Yeah. I guess I I think I've I've seen about half and half. I've I've seen it go both ways. It's made me very confused because it's like, I can't lie. Am I blinded because I find him so attractive? (laughs) Perhaps. Am I not seeing it clearly? You just might be. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Casey and Shaq chat, and Casey says that he expected what happened today, but he feels closest with Tom and Will, and he is mainly upset about them basically adding fuel to the fire. He felt that they had Claudia's back more than his, and Shaq says that he's a top guy, and he cares a lot about Claudia's feelings and has been acting respectfully. Even in moments like this, I'm like, I just think that's kind of shitty to say to Shaq. My closest friends are Tom and Will. The four of them seem to have a friendship going on. It's just shit like that with Casey. Yeah. I'm like, ew. That's fair. He does like have this like friendship with Shaq where it's like he's really good with him when it's convenient for him. Mm-hmm. But then he's got this little trio with Will and Tom. Mm-hmm. Casey then pulls Tom and Will. And Casey says that he's gutted by them because they didn't really back him up in the challenge. Both Tom and Will apologize, and then Casey says that he's going to chat to Claudia and let her know how he feels. He's looking a little teary-eyed talking about this, and Tom tells him to do it sooner rather than later. Claudia then tells the girls that she's feeling nervous and that she's done feeling mopey. She is done with being second best. Pulls Claudia and finally has the conversation that I have been waiting (laughs) for him to have. He basically says that he expected the pies and that he's okay with it if it makes Claudia feel better, which I did think was nice. Claudia says that she feels like Casey shut her off and made the decision but has been too scared to say it. 
Casey didn't want to make a decision when he didn't know is what he says and says that he's been honest with her. Claudia is like, from the first day, I knew where your head was going to go. He says, you're jumping to conclusions and sorry if you felt pushed aside, but there is something more there with Rosie. He apologizes as he feels terrible about how he's made her feel. And Claudia says, thank you for being honest and I wish you the best. We've seen him having conversations with the boys where he's like, don't tell anyone. But like, yes, I do feel something more with Rosie. Mm. Do I think that potentially Claudia could have played this differently and made his decision hard for him? Yes. I think if she had been more chill about it, Mm -hmm. he wouldn't have been so quick to be turned off of her. Yeah. But it feels very Tommy and Martin to me that he's saying Mm -hmm. that he didn't know. (sighs) Yeah, it's an excuse. It's It's not true, though. I also feel like there's something new going on this year just in general in the villa. Maybe it's not new, but it's definitely more so than it has been in the past. Where the Islanders, like, you have to decide quickly like within a few days or a day or whatever i kind of wonder if like because thinking back with like tom tom (laughs) took his fucking time making decisions between olivia and zara Mm -hmm. and ellie and sammy that was also on the very beginning of yeah the series yeah it was but i think that timing wise like casey came in right before not right before Casa, but, like, pretty close to right before Casa. If we, like, take Casa week out, it's kind of, like, his week two, week three. Yeah, week three, probably. He came in at least a week. I just wonder if maybe Tom was in his ear, like, it's okay, man, take your time. I did. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we haven't seen that, but we have been seeing the other boys giving their opinions and their advice. Okay. Episode 49, Claudia goes to Tom and Sammy. Tom asks what Casey said, and Claudia says that he just defended himself the whole time like she knew he would. And Sammy says, well, then he's not for you, and don't cut your time short in here just because of him. Ron, Casey, and Will then have a conversation, and Ron tells him not to beat himself up. Will says that no matter what, somebody's going to get hurt and just be as respectful as you can moving forward. And Will reiterates that Casey can't deny his feelings. He's here to find love. Sanam and Lamna go to Tom, Claudia, and Sammy. Claudia tells them that Casey picked Rosie and now she has to sit and watch that. Tom asks if Claudia feels like Casey's been honest with her and she says that she feels strung along. Jesse and Will chat. Will is talking about what Casey said. Jesse is disappointed that he sees it that way. And she calls Casey immature. He shouldn't have to take sides. We now see Casey and Rosie chat. And Casey says that he ended it with Claudia. Rosie is happy. Casey wants to be affectionate with her, but out of respect, he won't tonight. Jesse then pulls Casey for a chat. Jesse brings up that Casey was annoyed at Will and Tom. And Casey says, I was more so upset because I really wanted the boys there for me. Jesse says that the boys were just trying to console Claudia. And Casey's like, it's, well, they've apologized, so it's fine. Jesse says, I don't really think that they needed to apologize to you. And says that Will is caring and he really took to heart that he had upset Casey. And Casey says, I don't know why you're trying to get involved in this. Jesse says she feels bad for Will and she's just trying to tell him an outsider's perspective. Casey says, I've literally been through this with everyone. I don't need to go through this with you. And she's like, okay, well, I'm just letting you know my opinion. And he says, I don't care. It feels like you've dragged me over here to have a go at me. And it doesn't feel like the time to do that. And thank you for your opinion. She says that we don't like seeing you upset either. And he says, yeah, okay. You've made me feel even shittier. So thanks. 
She says, sorry. She kind of walks off. He's pissed. I think that Jesse was out of line. If I were Will, I'd be like, why the fuck did you do that? (laughs) I would be like, it's not your job to stick up for me. You don't get to decide. And he does basically feel And, and you know, way. he says that to her and all that other stuff. So, like, uh, you know, that's all fine and dandy. But I, I think Jesse was out of line by doing this. I do think that she was pulling Casey just to have a go at him. Because I think Jesse was just really pissed off that he pied off Claudia. And she wanted to yell at him because Claudia wouldn't do it herself. Hmm. My take on this is that Jesse is extremely protective of people that she loves. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I think that we see this a little bit later on as well when there starts to be drama between the girls and Olivia being like, why were you inserting yourself so much Mm -hmm. during movie night and all that sort of stuff? I think it all stems back to her just being extremely protective of people that she loves and protective of herself. I don't think that it was a conversation that needed to happen, but I think the way that Casey responded to it was bullshit. (laughs) He was a lot harsher than he needed to be, I think. Yes, But I get that he had just dumped Claudia and he was probably feeling really upset. And that was probably not a good time to talk to him about that. Yeah. And I think that Jesse said it wrong. And what she could have said is like, I don't think that people interpreted that as them not taking your side. Like just, I don't want for you to feel embarrassed in the villa or anything like that. I think was coming from more of a place of just wanting to support Claudia. But I don't think that people are thinking of it as them not being a good friend to you. Yeah. So I kind of think what she was trying to get at, but I don't think either of them handled it perfectly. I, I get the point that she's attempting to get across, and they have a look good conversation later, and I think she does a better job of communicating that. I do think that she came to him because she was actively angry. I think both because of Claudia and also Will. So she came at him with anger, and he met her. He was also already upset and met her with anger. So it was just like, poof, bad combo. You have to kind of be able to take it from the other Islanders, especially this late in the season. They're going to be protective of each other. The girls are going to be protective of Claudia, even if you are doing it in the most respectful way possible. He should have just expected backlash, and I don't think he handles any of it well this entire week. Uh, I feel like he handled the pieing pretty well. Yeah, that part was fine, but... I mean, he got pied by almost every single girl in the villa. He took it on the chin. Mm -hmm. I think this was hitting like a fever pitch for him tom comes over to chat with casey and casey says that he's baffled and recounts the conversation that he just had with jesse will sees them chatting and he's like are you okay casey kind of tells him that jesse pulled him and what happened and will's like let me have a chat with her tom says that this is not jesse's business we then see the chat between will and jesse and will asks her what happened will is like you didn't need to pull casey to chat with him about that that might hurt something between me and casey jesse's like if casey has an issue with the situation then he can talk to me but she does apologize to will the islanders then get a text the hideaway is open and they decide to send sammy and tom She's like, what outfit should I wear? Pick one out for me. And then she gets handcuffs out. And he says that he really likes that stuff. Before they even go in, there was this really sweet moment. Tom was like, I can't wait to see oh, what yeah. she wears. And then Sammy's ITMing. Like, he loses his mind when I just wear his hoodies. So, like, he's probably going to be so happy. And then she's wearing, of course, like a little uh-huh. red lingerie thing. And he's just, like, yeah. absolutely dying. Like, he is so <laughs> obsessed with her. <laughs> so she gets out the handcuffs and he says that he really likes that stuff she ends up handcuffing him to the light 
<laughs> that was hilarious. And then when she, when she goes to change, she says, you're like my bitch. And he's like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she comes out in her outfit, he says, this is the best moment of his life. <laughs> They're so into each other. I love it. And I, I also just like, they're two of my favorite Islanders. So I am super here yeah. for this. While they're in the hideaway, we see a chat between Jesse and Claudia and Olivia. Jesse is like, whenever I said something to Casey, he got defensive and wouldn't hear me. Olivia says that means he's guilty. Jesse says, I just wanted him to get that they are Claudia's friends and Casey's mm-hmm. friends, meaning Will and Tom. But the conversation was super awkward. And then back in the hideaway, Tom tells Sammy that he wants to make things exclusive between them. And she agrees. And we see some implied boning. Casey gives Claudia a hug and says that he's there for her. And then she later complains (laughs) about him hugging her. Yeah, I'd be annoyed too. On his part. (laughs) He just feels so guilty. He needs to own it a little bit more, I think. The Islanders are ready for bed and the lights are off. Jessie says to Will that she doesn't think that anyone ever speaks their true minds. Like even how she voiced her feelings toward Casey, nobody wants to say anything. Casey turns and hears, whispers, fucking hell, get a life, Jessie. Will says, it wasn't about you. Casey says, I heard my name. Team Jessie. (laughs) (laughs) Casey is just like spiraling and spiraling and like so defensive. defensive. This goes on where, like, Will then multiple times has to clarify with him and be like, she was using you as an example for a general thing she was saying about the villa. Mm-hmm. He just won't drop it. In the morning, Maxwell says it sounded like there was a lot going on last night. Casey says, bro, what on earth? Will is like, do you want me to tell you what was happening or do you just want to be a child about it? Casey's like, I was just like, what the hell? I'm a meter away. And Will is like, don't be a child. Casey's laughing. He's like, I'm not. Will basically says exactly what Jesse said, which is just that she feels like people in the villa are not honest and are not really speaking their minds. We then see a BCGC and the boys are in bed saying that you've got to fall asleep quick. Otherwise, you're going to hear some things. And Casey's like, yeah, or hear your name. And then Will goes off on him again, calls him a child again, says, I don't know why this needs to keep getting spoken about. And Will gets up and leaves. While this is all happening, it's important to note that Tom and Sammy are still in the hideaway. They have a whole breakfast scene where they have a floating breakfast in the pool. And Sammy says, I've always wanted a floating breakfast. Is this a thing? A floating breakfast? I've never never thought to want that. that. I did not know this was the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did not either. But I do think that this is a really important moment where they are getting a lot of 100 favoritism tons of producer favoritism i couldn't believe they got a fucking breakfast in the hideaway i was like wow way to slap the rest of the islanders in the face and they were just absent from the whole yeah morning in the villa to the point that when they do come out i think it's casey yeah. like, i was gonna send out a search warrant for you guys yeah. or, like call the police or something it's very obvious that they got Totally. An extended time away. And yeah, I just think that's just a ton of favoritism. We see a chat between Ron, Casey, Maxwell, and Kai talking about the Jesse situation. Casey is like, I'm questioning Jesse now and her actions and why she is here. He thinks that she loves the drama. So you still are on Team Casey with all of uh, this. I don't know. I guess so. 
<laughs> I didn't like how the girls handled it. It's not that I'm team Casey and like he didn't do anything wrong. Like I don't think that. But I just think that the girls did too much. At this point, like I get why Jesse isn't letting it go because Casey continues to bring it up. Okay, we did this last week, but I want you to now transport, maybe not into Jesse's shoes, but into Will's shoes. Okay, I am Will. I'm best friends with Casey, and I am dating Jesse. I'm Casey. You keep explaining to me what Jesse actually said in bed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I- and I won't drop it. You'll hear your, your name in the middle of the night. Mm. I think that, like... Him not dropping it is dumb. Casey should definitely just drop it. I think that he's just mad at Jesse still. And so that he's like pulling this as like a means to remain mad at her. Do you know what I mean? I think that that's the difference. She doesn't seem mad at him still. I agree. I think Jesse knows she fucked up. Yeah. And I think she knows that she is supposed to drop it. Potentially. But I also think that she genuinely heard Will when he was like, I don't need you to do that for me. I agree. I think Jesse heard Will. I think Jesse did want to just say her piece and leave it and realize that that was not possible because of what specifically she was trying to say. But I, I really do think that Jesse is very aware of how her actions come across to the public. She's very good at playing that line. How much do I move this way versus that way? Like, I think you see the wheels turning later on when she gets all this backlash for being quote unquote fake and she was doing all this shit at movie night. I think that she thought while doing all that stuff at movie night, I mean, I don't think she was doing it to get screen time, but I think she was doing it because it makes her look like strong, independent woman and people like that. And I think she was like pushing that like narrative and idea of herself. Mm-hmm. And then I think she, when she realizes that it actually yeah. went against her and made her look like she was putting something on for the camera, she immediately falters back. Does she? I don't feel like she doesn't go back on what she did. At I feel night. like moving forward, she like tampers it down a lot. But I think moving forward, she's not as triggered by what Will had done to her and what all the boys had done in Casa. That's true. Maybe Olivia is the earworm inside my head. But, like, she knows what she's doing. She's playing it up for the camera. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. She knows She knows how to move. You're starting to buy into this narrative about her. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying I do believe that is what's happening. I don't think that there's anything wrong with her playing a game or moving in certain kinds of ways in order to get screen time. Girl, go for it. Be a drama freak. I think it's stupid that they're calling her out on that. She knows how to play this game. She's done it before. Yeah, but when she played the game before, she was not in the kind of relationship with anyone that she is in now with Will. She's not doing anything wrong. (laughs) I feel like I have to make that clear. She can game play all she wants. This is a game. Yeah. Olivia, Rosie, and Lana are up on the terrace having a girls' chat, and Olivia says that she doesn't think that Jesse's intentions are genuine, and Rosie says, for Will's sake, I hope they are, and Olivia's like, I don't know, I've just been getting that vibe, and Lana says that some little things haven't added up. You on Team Olivia here? Eh, never Team Olivia. <laughs> I will say these episodes are as close to Team Olivia as I got, though. Oh my god, that's fucking wild. I was like, She's making points. <laughs> I 
But I'm just like, she continues to talk shit about the other girls behind their back. And that's what we've been on her about the entire season. She's a hypocrite. That's a fact. That has she's not changed. She's a hypocrite, changed. but that's not even what I'm saying. It's not about the fact that she says that she doesn't like it when people talk behind her back and then talks behind people's backs. She's continuing this toxic behavior of talking shit behind people's backs. Yeah. Instead of being straight up and saying it to them, which is what Jesse is doing. Yes, that's true. I don't know what I would do in this situation. So I'm just like Monday night footballing yeah. here or whatever the Monday morning, Monday morning quarterbacking, <laughs> quarterbacking. That's what it is. <laughs> you come here for the hot sports tapes. <laughs> oh, reality TV is the only sport we love, except for that's not even true. I'm obsessed with basketball anyway. So Ron and Lana chat. Ron says Jesse has always been very sweet and innocent and stayed out of stuff, and now she randomly wants to get involved. Maxwell and Olivia have a chat, and Maxwell recounts the conversation he had with the guys. He wonders how genuine Jesse is. We see a chat between Casey and Will, and Casey asks how his chat with Jesse went. Will says, I don't want to be in the middle. Casey says that it felt crappy for her to come at him and then to hear her talking about him at night. And Will says that she was just using his name as an example, but it wasn't anything bitchy. And Casey says he felt like she was getting between him and Will. He has now been told all day what happened. Won't drop it. Yeah. Yeah. Will's already told him this like three times. He doesn't need to reiterate Exactly. It. I think that Casey is putting Will in a worse position with how he's handling this than Jesse is. I agree. The floating breakfast has come <laughs> to an end. And Tom and Sammy return to the BCGCs. Tom tells the boys that they're exclusive, and Sammy says that she feels more connected to Tom than ever. Jesse talks to Sammy and Claudia about what happened with Casey. Sammy asks if there's any animosity now, and Jesse says that there shouldn't be, but I think there is. Jesse says it's hard to find the line of not being involved in things and standing up for friends. That, I think, kind of confirms what I've been thinking about, Jesse. I think maybe I'm just, like, feeling protective of her because I really relate to this. Like, I get extremely mm -hmm. protective of my friends. I do get that. Like, I can be protective of people, too. So, like, I understand that Jesse's feeling protective of Claudia. I guess I just feel like it's Claudia's fight to fight and not Jesse's. If it were me, if I were in Jesse's shoes, I would encourage Claudia to say something to Casey. But I don't even think... So you keep saying that. I don't even think the situation was about that. I think the situation was more about Will. Although it definitely is all intertwined because she is protective of Will in a situation where Will is protecting Claudia, where Jesse is also protective of right. Claudia. So she's inherently on Will's side. I get that it's all kind of right. tied together, but I think Locked that that's up. very much in there as well. If she didn't like how will was feeling she should have encouraged will to say something to casey but once will was like no 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 i'm just gonna drop it i'm gonna let it go then that's that's will's choice and it's not her job to do anything more than that i agree yeah. i i still don't think that it was like the right thing for her to pull him i mean maybe he, she could have even done it the next day i think if she had pulled him the next day it would have gone over better i think she definitely could have had more tact and could have had better timing yeah but i think that that's kind of the only the only fault in it okay let's move on this is like okay. so much <laughs> <laughs> i know we keep going off on a tangent about this i know tom and casey have a chat casey says that he doesn't know what to do sammy is asking about the jesse stuff sammy's laughing about this casey's like i just can't win and the more i see of jesse the more i think she's playing a game and tom asks about jesse's feelings toward will 
And Casey says that he's not really sure about them after last week. I didn't like this comment from him. The public obviously has had this narrative long time that Jesse is playing a game or just coupled up with Will mm-hmm. because he was the most popular Islander and she knew that before she went in. Whatever. I think that this situation is being weaponized by the other Islanders to take down who they see as being a very strong couple, Jesse and Will, because mm-hmm. there is an inherent understanding that they're getting close to the end and that it's about to be yeah. more of a competition. Maybe not even to win, but like for those final four slots, which are pretty prestigious in the villa. And there are more than four yeah. couples that could take those spots. And that's how I right. see this starting to be weaponized and kind of why the other Islanders are holding on to it so tightly. Yeah. It's cutthroat though, because obviously Will and Casey are best friends. So he's willing to exactly take in the process. Exactly. That's fucked yeah. up. And that's why I hate Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta play the game, girl. Got I mean, to play the game. sure, but he's not making any fans by turning against his best no. friend in the villa. And that's a big part of the game. Yeah, that's true. I think that Casey should spend more time focusing on Shaq and Tanya and Olivia and Maxwell. <laughs> Agreed. And maybe I think if oh Ron, he should take out Ron and Lana. Yes. take them out. They Bye. have no loyalties. Take them out. Bye. The most boring couple in the villa. God, I know what happened to them. Really went downhill. Ugh, I really did. We see a conversation between Claudia and Casey, and Claudia says that she wants to clear the air and be friends again. She doesn't want any more drama. Casey says, that's all I want as well, but wanted to give you some space today, and they hug. And this is where it really just should have ended. (laughs) This is the note it should have ended on. This is where Claudia should have dropped it. Yeah. She says no more drama. She should have gave it no more drama. Oy vey. It's nighttime now, and we see Rosie and Keenan go to the terrace. Keenan tells Rosie that he's finding himself gravitating towards her and that he really fancies her. Rosie says that she wants to get to know Casey properly, and Keenan's like, that's fine. Like, let's just keep this between us. And Rosie's basically like, no, Casey needs to know. Like, I'm going to tell him. Mm-hmm. We then see Max and Casey talk. And Max says he didn't see any tears when Jesse came back from the Casa recoupling. Max is like, I don't want to think that. But there have been little things basically that make him feel like Jesse is fake. Casey says Mm -hmm. that the way she was speaking to him seemed like an act, and he was taken aback. Max asks if he would say those things to Will, and Casey's like, maybe I should, but he loves her, and it might fuck up our friendship. Casey should have kept his mouth shut. (laughs) He should have kept his mouth shut, and if Will is his best friend, he should back his couple. I will say he gets away with saying all this stuff, ultimately. Not with me. (laughs) (laughs) Holding your feet to the fire, Casey. <laughs> I see you. See, half of she's got the chat podcast. It's nothing you get away you. with this shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the other half is blinded by your tan and your veneers. I know. Casey goes to sit with Sammy, Tom, and Claudia. They ask why he was talking to Maxwell. And Casey says that Maxwell wanted to talk about the Jesse situation. And they're like, Why? Casey says that he thinks the stuff Jesse's been doing is fake and not genuine. And he mentions the not crying thing after the Casa recoupling. 
we then see Will and Jesse, and Will says, I've got your back. She says, I know the conversation didn't really go well, and I don't want to make a big deal of it, but it's been playing on my mind. She starts crying a little bit, and she says that seeing Claudia is so upset, she kind of trails off here. Will says that how she feels is valid. Casey then goes and pulls Jesse for a chat. She says she feels like shit. He says, I'm sorry for being defensive. It wasn't a good time, and he wanted to chill and get his mind off of things. Yeah. Will goes to Tom, Sammy, and Claudia, and then Olivia also walks over. Will is like, Jesse is upset. They ask what's going on. Claudia tells Olivia that Maxwell pulled Casey for a chat about Jesse. Olivia then chimes in and is like, yeah, this stemmed from movie night. Will is like, why is Casey moving like a snake? Olivia says he's not because actually loads of people have said the same thing. And he says, who? And she's like, me, Rosie, and Lana spoke about it this morning. Olivia spoke about it to Lana and Rosie this morning. I know. <laughs> They didn't all say it. <laughs> I fucking know. I know. Oh, she threw them under the bus. Olivia says Jesse was very opinionated at movie night, and Claudia's like, no, she's just defending the girls. Will says, Why is everyone Max moving like snakes? Yeah. Everyone is moving like snakes. Will ITMs that people don't know how to voice their opinion. That's basically what Jesse was saying to him in bed the night before that turned into this unrelated drama of her saying Casey's name. But it feels like him and Jesse are pretty much on the same page about this. And I think that it's because a lot of it is about them and about their relationship and about if Jesse is fake or not. Just an interesting thing that's coming up in the villa. Are people saying what they think? Right. Olivia then basically tells everyone that Jesse's actions are her just trying to get more screen time. Ron comes over and he's like, don't make minor whispers into something bigger. Will says, how is saying that Jesse's fake minor at all? And Olivia says, I'll be honest with you about what I said this morning. Jesse just seems very aware of the environment that she's in. And Will's like, I'm fuming. I'm livid. And <laughs> I said, I respected Olivia for owning it. <laughs> This is the first time she's been honest with anyone in the villa. But she's not talking to Jesse. She's, again, not talking to the person that she's talking about. Maybe she's talking to their partner, but she is still talking behind people's backs and then refuses to talk to Jesse when Jesse does try to talk to her about it. And also, do you think Olivia's not aware of the environment that she's in? What I the know, fuck? she definitely is. Oh, she totally does. Everyone it's the is. projection for me. It's the fucking projection and the constant hypocrisy for me. There was a TikTok I saw. It was a video of Olivia talking to Kai right after the Casa recoupling. It was Olivia who used the words disingenuine and fake. Kai never called her any of those things. She, like, inferred it from what he was saying. Like... Well, if you think I like, if you think I'm the fake one, then that means you're the one playing a game. Wait, 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 wait! Is this straw manning? I think it might be a straw manning. <laughs> <laughs> Where she was like, it might be. "You said that I'm the fakest bitch in here, and I can't fucking believe that." But really, he had said like, "I am not sure how strong our connection was, or how genuine our connection yeah. was." Exactly. And she exactly. like takes the most exaggerated form of that argument and argues yeah. against that instead of what he's actually saying yeah it was like a perfect example of projection everything that she was doing she was projecting onto kai and i was like wow 
I didn't catch it the first time. I love it when people pull these things. Thank you, TikTok. I'll insert that audio here. We need to watch this, right? So I'm just going to show you what Delusional Liv thinks was said, or she's convinced herself was said, or gaslighting, I don't know. And then the second clip, I'm going to show what was actually said. So stay to the end. That's yeah. not the person I thought I knew. You're questioning I'm genuine. Yeah. Like, you think I'm fake. They're very strong things to say. We're going to have to agree to disagree on things, right? Yeah, and but I, I just... want us to be civil. Okay, but I need to, like, I can't... I do expect an apology for those comments because I'm, I'm not, not... I'm not apologising for anything. Well, I'm not disingenuine. I'm not fake. I said we just need the conversation just agree but to be civil. But to call someone genu- not genuine and mm-hmm. fake... That's, that's not like light words, that's rude. Okay, well, we're just going to agree to disagree. You don't think that's rude? But you're not actually, there's no explanation. I've, I've explained it. But from going to how we were, yeah. to me walking in, seeing you like smug almost. I wasn't smug, I was happy for you. Okay, but you look smug. Okay, well, we'll just leave it then. Do you get it? Listen, well, we can be civil, then we don't have to be friends. Yeah. Okay, as long so. as you don't, you know, try and go around saying things to people. I'm in Casa, there's a fact that when we were sat here and you brought up the compatibility, I'm, I'm happy for you. Before you came in, what you don't realise is I was smiling because you recoupled, I was happy for you. I genuinely feel like me and Sanam feel like we come from very similar backgrounds. I've really got on with her, she dedicated them. If you're going to try and make it out like I'm playing the game, the only one that's playing the mass game is you. You left me a mask yeah, saying... Have the best time. Missing you already. Can't yeah. wait to see you. And, and that was genuine. Mm. Are you sure? Yeah, but I felt like everything I had with you was fake. It wasn't fake. It was, clearly. It wasn't fake. It, it was. Wasn't, I don't want to, I've not come over to I was this before. close to coming back single. I've I told everybody in here I had a connection with you. Like, literally every single person. But your feelings just switched that quickly. It's crazy. Well, your, your feelings switched as well. I just don't know how you've put on such, like, an act. It's not been an act. It has. It's not. It has. The public are then voting for their most compatible couple. So, we're getting into episode 50, and Will is pissed. He sees Maxwell and pulls him for a chat, and he's asking what everyone has been saying and why the word fake is going around. Max thinks she's just getting involved in things that don't involve her. Will says she's just trying to defend me and Claudia. And also, like, the irony of Maxwell being like, she's getting involved in things that don't involve her. This doesn't involve you. (laughs) Right. Getting involved in the exact same thing. Yeah. So, like, sorry, if that was the original (laughs) sin, we're all sinners now. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Claudia, Jesse, and Sammy go to the terrace to talk. They tell her that Maxwell said that he thinks that she's fake. And they tell her about Olivia's comment of her not being genuine. Jesse says she doesn't get why anyone is even sharing this opinion. And Claudia says that Olivia is just causing more drama. Claudia is saying that she's questioning Olivia. And Jesse's like, don't get me started on Olivia. With everything. She's mad at Kai for doing things that she's done too. Was this not satisfying to you? It was very satisfying. I was like, okay. finally, someone's saying it. <laughs> but it was about something that you sided with more Olivia than you have in the past. Uh, I I don't think I'm siding with Olivia. I think this is the only time Olivia has gotten close to being more real. She's sort of kind of owning that she's a shit talker. But is largely still not and she is just starting trauma 100 (laughs) percent. i felt a little bit like okay girls like this is the straw that broke the camel's back like she's been doing so much shit and i was kind of surprised but also who am i to complain i was also grateful that it was happening at all but yeah 
Yeah, 100%. I was surprised because I feel like they've let her get away with so much this whole season. I know. There was no, there was zero, like, fallout from the movie night situation with her talking shit. I couldn't believe it. Olivia, Lana, and Rosie chat about what's going on. Olivia doesn't want Max and Will to fall out. And Olivia ITMs that she is getting all of the shit for voicing the opinion that everyone has. <laughs> <laughs> also if anything you're probably getting shit for this because it's been a build-up of you deserving to get shit for other things for the past seven weeks yeah tanya rosie and olivia are sitting together at the fire pit and Tanya's like this doesn't need to be girls versus girls and then they see claudia jesse and sammy walking over and as that happens olivia is like we don't need to be having this conversation Jesse's like, what's going on? And Claudia says, let's clear the air. Jesse does confront Olivia. She's like, I'm confused. And Lana says, this doesn't need to be a screaming match. This is minor. We then see the boys in the kitchen. Will is still really angry. And he's like, if people have things to say, say it to our face. Maxwell is like, it's not just me and Olivia saying this. And Will's like, well, drop names, drop names. And Maxwell says it was me, Ron, Kai, and Casey this morning talking about what happened last night. Will says that this has been since movie night, though. And Jack says, nah. Casey's like, since then, things have been different. And Kai says, as long as you know it's genuine, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I love this moment Kai. from Kai. I know. He just pipes in and he's like, it doesn't matter. Like, you guys love each other. Just focus on the love. Like, yeah. <laughs> Kai's such a peacekeeper. What the fuck? <laughs> the 180 I know. with Kai has been a pleasant surprise, I'll say. Back to this chat around the fire pit with all the girls. Olivia says it wasn't like we were talking about you behind your back. We were just talking on the terrace this morning about how it seemed like you plucked that issue out of thin air. <laughs> it wasn't like we were talking about you behind your back. We were just talking about you behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Jesse's like, I've stood by all of you. Claudia says the word fake was used, and Olivia says, I never said fake. Can we confirm this? She definitely Olivia said never said fake. Genuine. You know who started the fake thing? Casey. <laughs> <laughs> it's great taking notes, because when the Islanders are arguing about what's happening, I'm like, I've got it right here. <laughs> uh-huh. In black Literally. and white. <laughs> <laughs> In black and white. <laughs> Jesse says, you guys are accusing me of being fake for a combo I had with Casey about how I actually feel instead of bitching about him behind his back. Olivia says, this does not need to be a conversation with all of us. And Jesse asks to know what Olivia said. She also was like, great, do you want to just go talk to the two of us? And Olivia says no. Fucking Olivia, goddammit. She wants to do what she wants to do and she doesn't want to do what she doesn't want to do. No. She wants to believe what she wants to believe and she doesn't want to believe what she doesn't want to believe. No. She's just very stubborn. Olivia says that on movie night, Jesse got involved in people's business and you were putting it on. All the girls are kind of arguing now and Jesse says, you're talking about me behind my back and Olivia gets up and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> Something she would be Classic. so mad at somebody doing to her. Kai. <laughs> Literally. Sammy yeah. says we're all here because Olivia dropped everyone's name. Yes, Sammy. Yes. She's yes, right. girl. She's like, let's just like circle back to what the real issue is. Olivia is a shit talker. Yes. And this is the first time that it's been said so clearly, I think. I agree. All season. Yeah. And I was so here for it. And I love Sammy. I wish there was more of it. <laughs> Keenan and Casey then chat and Keenan lets Casey know that he fancies Rosie and that he told Rosie how he feels. 
he also says that he wanted to tell him, but that nothing is likely to change. Kesey then goes to talk to Rosie and shares that Keenan said that he fancies her. And Rosie's like, I'm still processing it. I didn't really expect it. And he asks if she sees him that way. And she says, I haven't really thought about it. She then ITMs that she owes it to herself to be open. I think this is a funny storyline thrown into this night. Like yeah. every time Casey's dealing with it, he almost like has a smile on his face because he's just like, what the fuck? Like yeah. I've, I'm doing so with so much other stuff. Like, okay, like Rosie Whatever. made you like Keenan. <laughs> like what is this? <laughs> I know. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Why do I have to deal with this too? So funny because Keenan is going through the steps of like i told rosie and i'm gonna talk to casey and it's like yeah. do you have a sense of the bigger picture of what's going on here in this villa right now like he's totally <laughs> in a different reality <laughs> exactly exactly i think it's pretty funny we see a chat between casey and will will says he doesn't know what's going on and asks if the word fake was used in conversations and casey says no he maybe said an act but not fake mm-hmm. I don't think he realized that he was the one who said fake. You don't think he realized? I don't think he realized it. I don't think he's smart enough to realize it. You think he knows? Kate. Wait, you're... Sorry, you're saying Will or Casey doesn't realize? Casey doesn't realize. So... Casey Casey doesn't realize that Casey's the one that said fake? Yeah. You're giving him so much credit! Oh my god! No, because this is this is why. This is exactly why. Because Will asks if the word fake was used in case he says no. An act, maybe, but not fake. If he had realized he used the word fake before, why wouldn't he just be like, yes, Maxwell said fake, like I said before? Because he's trying to get out of it now that he's talking to his supposed best friend in the villa. What are, they keep saying, Will keeps saying ungenuine or some shit yeah. like that. But these are all synonyms. Like, they're all saying she's fake. This is semantics. You are blinded. <laughs> no, I was just, because my thing also, is. Also, do like, you like that now that I hate Casey, I'm like, his teeth are fucking fake. I know. <laughs> yeah. That changed up really quick. Blinded by the I just think saying blinded by the video. <laughs> but I do I do think that you're blinded by like thinking that Casey's attractive. I think you're giving him so much credit to say that he doesn't remember what he said. This is why, because he is never he's never gonna be on the hook for saying fake. Because Maxwell was the one saying it. Casey could say up and down all day long, Max said this, Max said that, Max said this, Max said that, and it's his word against Max's. Casey, I, that's why I say I don't think he realizes that he was the one who said fake. I think he's just that. I think he's that dumb. Okay. Sure. Once again, what are we doing with our lives? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I arguing about a boy? This is dumb. (laughs) Will says, after my conversation with Maxwell, he seemed to think that you share the same views. Casey says, if Max has something to say, he should have told you and not gone through me. Will asks Casey what he thinks of Jesse, And Casey's like, I think she's genuine. (laughs) Lies. Lies. <laughs> See, this is where I'm like, he's he's lying. He's not just not remembering what he said. He's trying to make it better in his conversation with Will because he doesn't want to lose that friendship or have Will and Jesse turn against him fully. He knows that that would be bad for him. Yeah, he's definitely not being honest this is about like his an own feelings. Obvious and blatant lie. Yeah, it was definitely a blatant lie. And whenever Will decides to watch back, he'll he'll know. <laughs> None of them really think about that, but also like. You do have to play a certain game within the villa, and I don't think they're necessarily 
Like, they, you can get through the villa lying, especially at this point when there aren't any more bombs, bombs coming in. Although, I don't know, because they'll presumably talk their families, and that can be another source of outside information as well. So yeah. it's definitely a balancing act. It's hard to get away with blatant lies, I think, unless they're really small. This, to me, is like a smaller one. I think, like, the Ron-Sammy situation, that was like a smaller lie. Only people like us are going to pick up on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's easier to get away with that. But yeah, I mean, I, God, I can't imagine what the watch back is like for them. But do you think they watch it slowly? Do you, I, I bet they all get home and like binge it. I think it depends. I bet someone like Olivia is dreading watching it. Really? I bet she is so excited to watch it and then will slowly lose steam throughout the binge that she does. I know they're also doing a lot of press, but yeah. I would be so morbidly curious. For me, I think Olivia immediately after getting out of the villa was like, I cannot wait to watch this. And then as she gets her phone back and starts to realize that the entire world hates her is like, wait a second. (laughs) Maybe I don't want to watch this. (laughs) I agree. We then see Rosie and Casey chat on the terrace. They talk about how the night's been really dramatic. And Casey says he thinks that Rosie's gorgeous and he felt such a spark with her. And then he kisses her. Jesse and Will then have a conversation, and Will says that he's lost trust in a lot of people tonight. Jesse says, I love you, and I'm here for you, and I felt that a hot pink was not Will's color. <laughs> Him and Casey were wearing almost like matching outfits. One of them was wearing a black tank top. One of them was wearing a white tank top. I think Will was wearing white, but then yeah. they were both wearing these like pink different shades of pink wills was like a he was genie jacket was vibe like a hot casey's was jacket. a little more silky but it was a bad look for both of them casey's was kind of more salmon colored i felt but mm-hmm. I, I guess i am blinded i actually did not hate casey's look <laughs> <laughs> let's just move on <laughs> but the hot pink was bad on will poor guy yeah. he cannot wear pink he just can't. No, he shouldn't. Yeah. It's not working with his skin tone. Um, Casey and Rosie are then kissing in bed, and we see Claudia put a pillow up over her head. It's the morning time, and we see, as we have gotten used to over the past few weeks, our split-up BCGCs. Lana and Olivia are on the terrace, and Sammy, Claudia, and Jesse are on the daybeds. Olivia is saying to Lana that things were heated last night and that Claudia and Sammy heard the word fake and ran with it, told Jesse, and told her that everyone was talking behind her back and that's not how it should have gone down. Claudia says last night was annoying and now it's awkward. Jesse and Will then have a conversation and Jesse says she feels sad because she thought that she and Olivia were friends. Jesse says that Shaq is a bit of a question mark now as well. And Jesse says that she is grateful that she has will we then see a chat with most of the boys casey asks them if he needs to tell claudia he kissed rosie kai says no there's no point will says i would out of respect kai's like but is that respectful casey ends up asking sammy what to do and sammy says leave it what do you think he should have done do you think he should have told claudia i mean (laughs) based on how things end up playing out maybe I do think that there's something to be said, like the argument that Will was making about how she will find out in this villa and it'd be better for it to come from him. But I mean, if I were Casey and I had asked Sammy and Sammy said, leave it, I would have listened to her. So I would have done exactly what he did. Olivia and Jesse chat. Olivia is saying that it wasn't her intention to make Jesse upset and people were coming to you with wrong information. 
Jesse says that she felt disrespected, but says, if you think that about me, that's fine. Olivia says, I don't want there to be any animosity, and they hug. Yeah, Olivia just <sighs> completely backtracking on everything she said to everybody else the entire night before. Literally. Insane. As always. Yeah. Yes. As always. Until now, because they get a text, <laughs> and it's time to go to a beach club party. Club. They all seem very excited about this, but I assume in the back of their minds they know that they won't all be coming home because this always happens. Yep. They know one of them is headed to their death. One or four. <laughs> so they are at the beach club and the first conversation we see is between Claudia and Keenan. Keenan wants advice. Keenan mentions that Casey and Rosie went onto the terrace and had a kiss. Claudia says that's a stab to the heart. She says that he did it because he felt threatened and wanted to make his claim, which is an interesting take. Claudia then wonders if Casey still would have kissed Rosie if Keenan hadn't told him that he fancies Rosie. I can assure you he would have. Keenan mm -hmm. mentions that <laughs> in the evening they were also kissing in bed. And Claudia says that she really wants to talk to him. She feels really pushed to the side. Did you think that this is like a producer move here? Yes. Because it's so fucking funny that Keenan goes to Claudia under the guise of like, I really need your advice about Rosie. So Casey, the guy that you're hung up on, oh, was kissing her last night. And that makes me feel really shitty. And then they were getting really handsy in bed. And I just, I, can you help me? I don't yeah. know what to do. And it's like. <laughs> immediately i was like a producer told him to do this a hundred percent i kind of appreciate keenan for what he's brought you gotta he's he's doing what he has to do <laughs> so claudia now walks up to casey and rosie who are having some alone time and she's like i feel disrespected <laughs> they kissed on the terrace which by the way like casey pulled her up to the terrace yeah. where nobody could see right. them that was a respectful move for sure yeah. And then I heard that you got frisky in bed. Can you imagine if you were dating someone new and your ex came up to you and was like, I heard that you did A, B, and C, and then you touched him here, and then he touched your nipple, and like, <laughs> oh my God. So what crazy. a nightmare. I can't imagine having to like sleep in the same room as an ex. That would be so uncomfortable. Totally. And I think that. Yeah, we'll talk about it, but I think that Claudia is really recognizing this is not a healthy situation for her. Yeah, definitely. But she's very angry, and they bicker back and forth a little bit. Casey's like, I talked to Sammy this morning to ask if I should tell you about the kiss, and she said no. Whatever I do is going to be the wrong thing. Claudia says she feels like she was just a convenience to him, and that he was always just waiting for something better to come along. They continue arguing. She's like, I've been so nice to you. He's like, I've been nice to you. She doesn't think that he cared that she had genuine feelings for him. And he says, I told you from the beginning that it would take something special to turn my head. And that something special has walked in and I'm sorry. Rosie's just sitting there. Yeah. I bet she's feeling a little bit smug though. Yeah. She says, I wanted you to know that I'm hurting and she walks off. And Rosie's like, I do wish that you had told me that you had told others about the kiss. Yeah. Sammy then goes over to Olivia, Tanya, and Jesse and asks if she fucked up by telling Casey to not tell Claudia about the kiss. Jesse's like, you had good intentions. Casey's responsible for his own actions. Claudia then walks over and Sammy tells Claudia what happened. Jesse says what you said to him up there. That is boss bitch. And that is where I was. Kind of, I felt like it was like this, like fake feminism bullshit because like Casey hadn't really done anything wrong 
I mean, I think Casey has done things wrong, but, like, definitely the kiss is not one of them. He is fully within his right to kiss Rosie. I think that Jesse's just trying to make Claudia feel better. It is a really shitty position to be in. I'm sure she feels horrible about herself to, like, be basically the only one in there that doesn't have a real romantic connection and the person that she likes, like, somebody else better. And she's just making it so much worse by, like, continuing to call him out about it and, like, continuing to, like, get into fights with people where she's like, I just like you more than you like me. And I just am, like, so into Casey. It's like, oh, my God. Like, honey. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Back it up. Is he worth this energy? No. No. Of course not. Oh, I thought you might say yes. So I'm glad we're on the same page about that. He's not worth the energy. No, okay, here, here's the thing. I said from day one, he reminds me of a frat boy I would have been obsessed with in college. He remains to be a frat boy I would have been obsessed with in college. But he is that. A stupid frat boy. <laughs> Who you love. I don't love him. <laughs> I don't love him. I just find him attractive. <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's hard because it's like, I don't even... It's not even his personality. It's the veneers. It's not the veneers. <laughs> I'd actually like to clarify that I still don't believe that he has veneers. I think that like oh his teeth are pretty much real. <laughs> we'll we'll say they're real. We'll say they're real. <laughs> they're probably real. <laughs> Maybe not though. Real-ish. Real-ish. Oh my god, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is fun to record. <laughs> we usually agree I know we're things. usually in agreement. Here, this is the one we can title the one where we disagree. Perfect. <laughs> Kynes and on then have a chat. They have like a little mini date and then Max and uh, Olivia get one as well. I thought that was very strange. It was like with no warning. They're just kind of alone. What was the, were they just at like a table with candles kind of situation? Uh-huh. And they say they love spending so much time together and everything's been great. Kai says that he thinks that she's amazing and feels really special that he has her. And he is like, I think you'll be my girlfriend one day. And he wants to be exclusive with her. And I thought that the exclusive thing is really funny. Like, they've been doing this all season. It's like a partial step so that you can still use the boyfriend-girlfriend card later. I know. but And we've talked about this before. It's so strange. They all go about it in different ways. Like, Shaq and Tanya are exclusive and love each other, but they're not officially boyfriend and girlfriend. Ron and Lana are officially boyfriend and girlfriend, but they haven't said they love each other. I mean, I'm assuming that boyfriend and girlfriend implies exclusivity as well. Tom and Sammy are exclusive, but no Illies and no boyfriend-girlfriend. Will and Jesse. It's just, it's very strange. Will and Jesse are exclusive. And they love each other. But not boyfriend-girlfriend. So Ron kind of actually, like, subverted the order. Yeah, he did. Well, Ron kind of did the classics. But in a very different way. Yeah, he didn't, like, do the whole show, dog and pony show. Will Casey, Tom, and Shaq chat, and Casey says that he's taken aback. Claudia is upset with him, and Tom says, I think it's because she liked you so much. (laughs) A good observation by Tom. Casey's like, I've been trying to be respectful and didn't want to upset Claudia. Will says there was no right way. Shaq says that the kiss was a trigger. We now see Olivia and Maxwell on one of these little one-off dates at the beach club and olivia says that the feelings have heightened in the past few days between them they both like where things are going and she hasn't felt this way about anyone ever 
she said she's falling in love basically with him it's fucking crazy I, know, I, was I was too and max says that he wants to be exclusive i think she's just like this is my sixth couple she doesn't know she's about to go home mm-hmm. she's like okay what do i need to do to make it to the end with you you're the one that i'm gonna have to go with at this exactly. point I'm falling in love. (laughs) Totally. Maya Jama then walks in and she asks everyone to line up in couples. And she's like up on this like terrace above everybody else. Kind of like I'm the queen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lording over them. She is wearing this dress where her boobs are just exploding out of them. And it was so hard to Mm -hmm. focus on anything other than her boobs during this whole thing. I felt the same way. And I a few times was like, is it? Is that nipple? Like a tiny Right. Are we seeing areola? I thought it was areola. <laughs> but it might just have been like, she has fake boobs and this happens sometimes with Jessie too, yeah. where like, there's so much inner cleavage that almost the eye thinks that you must be seeing areola yes. for how much boob there is uh-huh. right there. I bet they have really, I bet they have small areolas because they're, because they're yeah, surgically well, done. They cut. Yeah. Yeah. That's also true. It's wild. <laughs> um, Maya Jama then says that the couple with the fewest votes risk being dumped from the island. The vulnerable couples are Olivia and Maxwell, Claudia and Keenan, Rosie and Casey, Tanya and Shaq. The couple with the fewest votes and dumped from the island is Olivia and Maxwell. Farewell. Goodbye. Bitch. Bye-bye, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Maya is like, how do you feel? And Olivia says, it's sad, but I found what I came looking for. Maya says, I have more news. Olivia and Maxwell aren't the only ones leaving. Two more Islanders will be dumped tonight. And that decision is down to Olivia and Maxwell. Producers throwing her a bone. Oh, do you thought? Totally. To like, let her take somebody yeah, out Yeah, exactly. Huh. I kind of agree. I also feel like on the other side of things, like the way that I originally interpreted this was they're villainizing her on the way out by making her have to send somebody home mm-hmm. it's possible it might have been an intended effect yeah i was gonna say there was a really funny meme going around after olivia and maxwell got kicked off and it was like the kamala harris we did it joe <laughs> literally, literally. So moving into episode 51, we see Olivia and Maxwell go sit down and talk about each couple. They start with Shaq and Tanya, and they talk about how they're good now, and they've gotten over everything that happened in Casa, but they wonder if Shaq will continue having a hard time trusting Tanya. They talk about Casey and Rosie, and they say it's new and fresh. Casey's definitely more suited to Rosie, but Olivia wonders if he would jump to another option if given the chance. They talk about Keenan and Claudia. They say it's a friendship, but Keenan does like Rosie. And then they talk about Claudia and Casey maybe rekindling their relationship, which I was like, that's insane. Why the fuck would that happen? And it's time to make a decision. Olivia says it was a hard decision, but they decide to dump Claudia and Keenan, and the Islanders say goodbye to them. It seemed like their decision was between the other Islanders with the fewest amount of votes. But I feel like that was never clarified. 
But then when they're talking about it, they're talking about Tanya and Shaq, Claudia and Keenan and Rosie and Casey. Those were all the Islanders with the fewest votes. I know, but was it ever clarified that they had to dump one of those couples? I thought that it was It was clarified. Like... So the way that is the way that they edited it, when you leave off on episode fifty, it does make it sound like they could pick from any of the couples at all. Yeah. But then at the beginning of the episode, episode fifty one, Maya Jamma clarifies you can pick any of the four vulnerable couples or any of the three other vulnerable couples okay so that is what they meant then when they were discussing the possibility of dumping tanya and Shaq, that would have been in favor for allowing both casey and claudia to stay in the villa and potentially rekindle their relationship yeah even though in the same conversation they're like casey's more suited towards rose yeah it i felt like listening to them kind of like try to make this decision i was like are they trying to get rid of Shaq and tanya and they're just trying to find, like, a good reason to do it. But then I was like, I know that they're friends. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what the intention was. I wasn't sure if it was, like, we should keep this couple of color in. But, like, let's make it sound like we'll consider the white couples. Hmm. I don't know. I have no it's idea. It's very confusing. Very yeah, strange. Very strange. <laughs> I'm really glad that Olivia and Maxwell were dumped by the public, and I do think that it's fair for Claudia and Keenan to go home because they are the only ones there without a romantic connection. Totally. In the morning, we have our BCGC, and everyone says it's different without the four people who left. The girls were surprised that Olivia was in the bottom, and Casey says it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) For fucking real. See, this is, again, like, a very clear distinction between the villa's perception of her and the public's perception yeah. of her. But they did just call her out, so I'm like, maybe they were like, oh, this is, like, so crazy. The public's going to hate us for going against mm-hmm. Olivia, the queen. Like, are the producer's just telling everyone that Olivia's a fan favorite? I don't Ugh, fucking I don't know either. No sense to me. Casey says that it sucks my last conversation with Claudia was heated and Kai and Tanam share with all the girls and boys that they are now exclusive. Jack tells Ron that he hopes Tanya doesn't read into being in the bottom four. Sammy and Rosie then come over and they ask how he feels about being in the bottom four. Shaq says that I know how I feel and how she feels about me. Will and Jesse are now chatting and she shares that she's sad that Claudia has gone. Jesse says that she feels calmer now that Olivia isn't here and she's excited to get out of the villa with him and then they get a text it is sports day Kai reminds us that he is a PE teacher (laughs) this is like the there are four challenges or like competitions in this entire there's a it's crazy. This is heavy a very challenge. challenge heavy week. Yeah, the angels and devils, the snogmary pie. They've got this, and then we still have the what the public things ranking yeah. one. It's crazy. Jesse and Will are the team captains, and they pick teams. Jesse's on the blue team. She picks Tom, Sammy, Kai, Tanya, and Ron. Will's on the red team. He picks Casey, Lana, Shaq, Rosie, and Sanam. I thought that Jesse's team had it in the bag at this point. Me too. She did a good job picking. <laughs> She did a much better job, for sure, than Will. So, in the first round, they relay race on a bouncy ball, and the blue team wins. The second round is an egg and spoon race, and they accuse Casey of cheating. They say that Will used two hands. Ron put his hand on it. All of this is true. They're definitely all cheating. They're all cheating. And the red team wins. 
And then the third round is a water balloon race. They cannot use hands and have to transport this water balloon down the line. There's this great moment where Team Jesse is talking about how their strategy is to transport it from mouth into Jesse's cleavage <laughs> into mouth. And that works out well yeah. for them because the blue team wins again. Round four is an inflatable surfboard race. Red team is accused of cheating because Shaq is dragging Sanam, who I don't think can swim. Question mark? I remember. No, it was Sammy. Sammy can't swim. Sammy was telling. But I feel like Kai and Sanam might have had a conversation when they went kayaking. Maybe not. Huh. I guess they wouldn't have taken her on a kayak or a paddleboard or whatever. If she couldn't swim. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a liability. (laughs) Anyway. Well, anyway, Shaq's dragging Sanam, whether or not she can swim. And we later see Ron drag Sammy, who we know she can't swim. And I was like, this feels like a safety thing. Not cheating. Uh, But the red team wins. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't think about that at all. I was like, they're all just fucking cheating. (laughs) Throw out the results. (laughs) Um, Red Team starts teasing Tom for crying, (laughs) and then they do a beanbag toss last. It's basically cornhole, but minus the board. They have to get it really, they have to get the beanbag as close to the heart, like a red heart as possible. It's like bocce, but with cornhole beanbags. Yeah, exactly. And then the Red Team wins overall. While everyone gets ready, the boys are in the bedroom. They're kind of ragging on Tom again, and Tom goes off on Will a little bit. He's like, you're on me all the time. Stop. It is nighttime, and Sammy and Tom are chatting. Tom is like, they're winding me up too much. It's not funny anymore. Rosie and Casey are chatting, and he says Tom was getting so annoyed, and they're going to keep going. Will goes over to Shaq and Ron, and Ron suggests that he not poke Tom too quickly. And Ron is like, yeah, maybe we poke the couple. But in general, they're doing this, like, poke the bear thing. What did you think? Of I would this? be just like Tom. I would be so pissed. Same. Me fucking I'd too. Like, Stop You're literally bullying, bullying him. They think it's hilarious. Like it's not. I know it's not it's funny. funny, and like they're not picking up on the fact that Tom doesn't think it's funny, and they're like <laughs> Casey, especially yeah. not to like. <laughs> but I really hated how he was. I- I mean, Tom is, like, very visibly upset. And it's, like, at some point, you guys have to realize that you're doing more damage than fun. It's, like, even if it is just a silly sports day thing to have all your friends just, like, bullying you nonstop all day, like, we'll get to you. Sucks. Exactly. (sighs) Poor Tom. I know. So, Will comes over to the daybeds with the trophy. It makes a speech. It's basically, like, a repeat of the toast that he made to everyone. Then everyone else comes over and they are winding Tom up. And Sammy is like, go away. And Shaq is just poking, 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 poking. And Tom is like, you're on me all the time. Fuck off. And Shaq tells him to relax. Tom says, I won't tell you again. Shaq calls him a baby, a big baby, and walks off. Tanya tells Shaq that he's being petty. Shaq says, all right, I've had my fun. I'll stop now. Tanya's like, that was bad. You're going to have to straighten it out. And then this conversation brings us into episode 52. We pick up with Tanya and Shaq. She's saying, I think you should apologize and straighten it out with Tom. She thinks that Shaq was pushing it. And he says, fine, if you think I went too far, I'll apologize. So Shaq goes over to Tom and he's like, I didn't mean to take it too far. And they hug. 
he goes back to Tanya and she's like, I have the best boyfriend ever. <laughs> and Shaq talks about in an ITM how he's glad that this situation got him some brownie points with Tanya. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that every time that Tanya says, like, I love you or says stuff like, yeah, I have the best boyfriend ever, she like, can't say it in a normal voice. She's always like, I love you. Yes. And she squeals a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's her or, like, what I'm assuming you're insinuating, if she's, like, uncomfortable saying it. It feels, that's, yeah, it feels fake, to use the word of yeah, the word of the day. Week. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I she does that all the time. It's constant. If Gabe only ever said to me, I love you and was like, I love you, I would be like, No, you fucking don't. Like what's happening? Exactly. There's like no sincerity none, in it. None. It makes it sound like you're making it out to be a joke. Literally. I think maybe sometimes she does it to be kind of cutesy, yeah. but I've been noticing it a lot because I'm like, I don't think she's ever said to him just like, I love you, Shaq. She's always like, I love you. It's like, it's like she always has to take a breath like, I love you. Like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Islanders get a text. The hideaway is open. The Islanders pick Kai and Sanam. Kai picks out a very funny outfit. He's wearing like leopard short shorts <laughs> with like a, an orange long sleeve shirt. And a denim vest overwards, and then a backwards hat and sunglasses. <laughs> and Sanam is wearing a swimsuit. Yeah. Yeah, swimsuit. I don't understand the whole, like, getting dressed up for the hideaway this season. I feel like it sometimes happens, sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Sometimes happens like this, where they're not even wearing lingerie. Yeah. Sometimes they just, like, try on the stuff in the mm-hmm. hideaway. I, I like the ritual of it. There needs to be a more clear pattern, and they're not doing it I agree. It, I I'm with you on the ritual of it. It's weird mm-hmm. how it happened this year. So weird. We see a conversation between Jesse and Will, and they say that everyone's happy around the villa. And Will says that Jesse's been hinting to make her his girlfriend and that he's been thinking about it and he does feel ready. Back in the hideaway, Sanam puts on one of the outfit options, and Kai is so excited. She's like, Have you seen the back? <laughs> and turns around and her entire it's like a g-string and he's like oh my god sanam gives him a lap dance and he's like whipping her they use the body chocolate i feel like they have very similar energy like i really i like them as a couple i feel like there was kind of implied boning did you not think so not as obviously as we've seen in the past i i don't Really, I feel like I showed them a lot under the covers, and then they did that shot of, like, their feet sticking out from underneath, like, the bottom of the covers, which I feel like they do a lot for implied boning. I don't know if I caught that shot. Then, yeah, implied boning. It's morning again in the villa, and we see a BCGC. Sanam shares that the hideaway was really nice, and Tom tells the boys that they need to know when enough is enough. Have you noticed that our code has disappeared? Yeah. Like, remember how we had some, like, football code, or, like, there was even a military yeah. code, five-star general thing? Gone. It's just gone. We're just not doing that? Yeah. We've not heard that at all for the, like, yeah, like, at all. It's crazy. In a normal season, shocking not to have a conversation like this after the yeah. hideaway, specifically. Normally, it's a part of the BCGCs every morning where they're all catching each other up on the bits yes. that they've done. They're very... But they're, like, not talking about it at all this season. I'm so Yeah, confused. they do. Their recaps are just, like, vague. We had a great time. We cuddled. Da, 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 da. And, like, that's it. 
Yeah, but then we also saw a conversation earlier in the season between Jesse and Tanya where they were both like, yeah, we slept together, we had sex, and we're saying things with very without any sort of code which we also don't really see i don't know it's just very strange the way that they're handling it, it is i agree year. so will and casey then later do this like silly slapping song thing they're clearly yeah. just bored and rosie tells sammy and jesse that she thinks casey is emotionally mature <laughs> 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 which i'm laughing at just because i know how you feel and, <laughs> and then jesse thinks jesse says she thinks that will and casey together are annoying <laughs> okay i do <laughs> does lucas have any friends that you're like oh they are kind of fucking like i i love him they're like good friends to each other but like they are pretty annoying together because gabe has one. Oh no but he probably feels that way about me with some of my friends <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that Gabe feels that way about me with my friends, too. Anyway, I thought this was, like, a relatable sentiment, but also, like, not the best move on Jesse's part to kind of continue this beef. I would just drop it at this point. I know. <laughs> but I'm like, they are kind of annoying. The guys, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, our fourth challenge. We get a text, and it is time to find out how the public rate the couples. If they get enough right, they will win a party. And that is a way of, like, spinning this in a positive way so the Islanders can be like, woo, let's go, and not like, oh, fuck. (laughs) The first question is, who are the top three hot couples? And the Islanders guess that it will be number one, Tom and Sammy. Number two, Casey and Rosie. I was in disagreement with that personally. Number three, Shaq and Tanya. (laughs) (laughs) They got the first one right. Of course, Tom and Sammy are the hottest couple. But number two was actually Ron and Lana. And number three was Kai and Sanam. I think Kai and Sanam are gorgeous. I would have put them up there for sure. I agree with that. Tom and Sammy are like, cool, we're the hottest couple. They have like a cute little ITM about it. They're like, we'll take it. I'm like, you really fucking are. They really are. (laughs) They definitely are. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, but is this also where Tom is like, I think Sammy hearing me yeah, and punching yeah. with her. I know. I love him. He's so <laughs> obsessed with he her. Is. The next rating is the top three most intelligent Islanders. So the Islanders guess in first place, Kai and Sanam. In second, Ron and Lana. And in third place, Shaq and Tanya. The answer is in first place, Kai and Sanam, which is correct. Second, Will and Jesse. And third, Tom and Sammy. Are we shocked that... It's just, like, a fact at this point that Kai is really smart. I am shocked. (laughs) Because let's not forget, he thinks you can see the whole moon. (laughs) And he's a science teacher. Do you think that that's just it? They're just going off of that and they're like, well, he must be smart. He must be smart. I would say that he's got a lot of, like, common sense, but he's, like, street smart in a way. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that he emits a lot of intelligence. I would say Sanam's does seem really smart, though. Yeah. I can't believe the Islanders guessed Ron and Lana. Although, for this one, Ron was like, really? The shit that Lana says? Oh, was that Ron? I was like, who? Yeah, he goes, have you heard some of the shit she says? Like, (laughs) a thing? (laughs) Okay, but also, have you heard some of the shit that you said? Like, when you thought that she didn't eat dairy because she doesn't eat eggs and that oat milk is dairy like 
They just, yeah, they shouldn't no. have been up there. <laughs> the issue is the Islanders, the guessing. They're not that smart. <laughs> right. Okay. So our next ranking is most argumentative couples. And the Islanders guess that in first place will be Shaq and Tanya. In second place will be Will and Jesse. And in third place will be Sammy and Tom. I thought that was kind yeah. of strange. The real answer is they were correct. In first place, it's Shaq and Tanya. Second place, Casey and Rosie. And third place, Will and Jesse. Casey and Rosie think that it's weird because they haven't argued. I thought that they were a weird pick, too. I kind of understood the Sammy and Tom thing, actually, because of the Casa stuff. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Next is the three couples with the worst fashion sense. The Islanders keep talking about how Shaq wears skinny jeans, and he's like, they're slim fit, bro. <laughs> I loved funny. that. It was so funny. They rag on him for the skinny jeans for like the remainder of this episode, too. <laughs> yes. So the Islanders guess in first place, Will and Jesse. Second place, Casey and Rosie. And in third place, Shaq and Tanya. And Casey. I'm just going to delete that. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> you have to say it. it. Say it. I don't want to say, say it. it. Casey, Mara Casey says, says that he thinks he dresses well. <laughs> I made a note that I agreed. <laughs> I hate myself. We're just like really getting a sense of bias here. The answer is in third place, Shaq and Tanya. In second place, Casey and Rosie. And in first place, Will and Jesse. The next one is the most one-sided relationship. The Islanders guess in first place, Shaq and T- Tanya. In second, Will and Jesse. And in third, Rosie and Casey. The answer is, in first place, Shaq and Tanya. In second place, Will and Jesse. And in third place, Casey and Rosie. They got all three right in the situation. And Kai is reading out the answer. And he goes, can I just say one thing? I think that even though all of your relationships may have started as one-sided, you've really grown. And I don't think it's that way anymore. <laughs> Why do I love him? Peace, <laughs> I know he's a sweetie. He's so cute. Oh, he's really turned a corner. Everybody, let's just get along. I mean, I still fully I believe that him and Ron are playing a game, but I think that that conversation that they had weeks ago, where they're like, the way that we're playing the game isn't working. We have to do it better. Was pivotal, yeah. and I think that they both have been doing it better. Like I said, I don't fully believe that it's genuine, I agree. but like they've been selling it. I agree. The next ranking is which couples are likely to have their head turn when they leave the villa. The Islanders in number one, Casey and Rosie. Number two, Shaq and Tanya. And number three, Tom and Sammy. The real answer is number one, Casey and Rosie. Number two, Ron and Lana. I agree. And number three, Shaq and Tanya. Agreed on that as well. Next is the Islanders with the least sexual chemistry. The Islanders argue a little bit about a little bit about this. People suggest Ron and Lana at first, and Lana's like, "But we're boyfriend and girlfriend." Ron's like, "We just aren't PDA people." The Islanders end up guessing in first place Rosie and Casey, second Ron and Lana, third Kai and Sanam. The answer is in first place Ron and Lana, second Casey and Rosie, and third place Will and Jesse. Yeah, and. Shaq and Tanya ITM that they're that Ron and Lana are just not very touchy. Next ranking is the most game playing couples. Ron is like, no one will volunteer for this one. Rosie suggests yeah. that <laughs> Kai and Sanam should be up there because of how many couples Kai has had. 
And Kai says, well, then it would be Tom for the same reason. Will suggests that Shatanya, because of Casa Amor, should be up there. And Tanya's like, I'm not going up there. <laughs> Shaq is also refusing to go up. Shaq says, if we're talking about everyone's situation, you could say that Ron made Lana his girlfriend because everyone likes Lana. Ron says, that's outrageous. Not a chance. Kai says that anyone in here could be accused of this. Peacekeeper. Yeah, he really is playing Anyone could be accused of this, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, Maxwell only made Olivia his girlfriend because of how well-liked she is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I do think that there's something to be said for the yeah. fact that Ron ended up going back to Lana because of how much the entire villa backed her every time that he swayed. I agree. Tanya is like, I do think that they'll probably put us up there. So she's kind of changing her tune a little bit now. And then there's some discussion of where in the lineup Will and Jesse should go. They end up deciding on Shaq and Tanya, Casey and Rosie, and Jesse and Will. They all go up there. Sammy argues that she doesn't think Casey and Rosie should be up there. Jesse makes a comment about how Claudia was here two days ago, and now it's like she's never existed. The Islanders end up guessing in first place Shaq and Tanya, second Casey and Rosie, third place Jesse and Will. The answer is in first place, Casey and Rosie, second place, Shaq and Tanya, and in third place, Ron and Lana. Mm. And mm. they win the party. Not shocking. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Consolation prize. Tom, Sammy, Casey, and Rosie are on the day beds, and Tom and Sammy say that that was a great game for us. I mean, yeah, basically, they've got, like, what, horniest and hottest and nothing else. Right. They're starting to see that the public likes them. Casey says he's surprised that him and Rosie were not in the top three from attractive. Do you not find that annoying? Um, that was annoying. <laughs> Casey, Casey's, Casey like knows how hot he is and it's annoying that he expresses it. He should act like he's not That's hot. So funny. That's the cool I thing to do. I just don't think he is. Okay. Casey says we were the worst dressed. I feel like when he came in, you and I agreed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's cute. I always said, yeah, he's cute. Roll the tapes. Oh, my God. Roll the I was tapes. partially Roll because of his personality, which I now hate. So <laughs> Casey's like, so we're worst dressed, most game playing, and most likely for our heads to turn. He says, did you hear what Jesse said on the game playing one? And Sammy's like, don't overthink it. They talk about how Ron and Lana were up there for quite a few. And then they discussed Shaq's comment about why Ron asked Lana to be his girlfriend. Cut to Ron and Lana. Ron says that it was a joke and they don't really care about the sexual chemistry one. He says that he's not a PDA person. He doesn't really care what other people think. And then they talk about the game playing one. And Lana says, I don't need anyone else to tell me how we are. And Ron says that Shaq's comment was sore. Shaq and Tanya chat, and Shaq says that people will have their opinions, but as long as we know what we have is good, that's all that matters. Shaq says, I don't throw around I love you for no reason. Tanya says that Ron has been smooth, and Lana has been kind of forgiving. We then see a conversation between Will and Jesse. Jesse says, you've said a few times that you think that you like me more than I like you. And she feels disrespected by that. She starts, She gets upset. She's crying. She feels like everything is really built up and she's upset that he thinks it's one-sided. And Will says, this is just what other people say to me. This isn't actually how I feel. And then he gives her a hug. 
Will says that he feels like they were cop-outs. Jesse says, it was the people that point their fingers at me all the time and were up there themselves. She's talking about Shaq and Tanya. Casey says to Rosie that he thought it was about to kick off between her and Jesse. And he tells Rosie that she needs to bite her tongue. Mm. Not good. Not a good thing to say. No. And Rosie's like, no, I thought she was saying something indirect to me. That's why I said something. And Tom's like, no, you you stuck up for yourself. It's good. And Rosie says, do you think I did something wrong? And Casey says, I didn't realize we were standing up there when all of that happened. Okay, so Will and Jesse return, and they talk about Shaq's comment about Ron. Sammy says that he could be right, that that is what the public think. And Jesse says, good on him for speed's mind. I love that she's like, this is her torch that she's carrying throughout the whole episode. Yeah. Ron comes over and he says he's calm, but he will probably talk to Shaq about it this evening. And he calls the comment rogue. Yeah. And with that, our episodes this week are over. How are you feeling? Feeling good. (laughs) I am very... I'm very interested to see what happens week eight, our final week of the villa. I'm very excited to see who ends up winning. I, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm torn about it. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I feel more confident than ever. So let's get into our weekly awards so we can discuss. Yeah. Okay. So this week, Mara, how many of your eggs are in Willow's baskets? Okay. A lot of it's not that different from last week, to be honest. I've got four eggs for Sammy and Tom, four eggs for Kai and Sanam. I'm giving two eggs to Casey and Rosie (laughs) and two eggs to Will and Jesse. What about you? So I'm going to start with some cracked eggs. I'm going to crack an egg and pour it out for Claudia. Okay. I'm actually going to crack an egg and pour it out for Olivia because she was an OG girl. I hated Mm -hmm. her. But you know what? I don't think I've given her an egg this entire season, so I'll give her a cracked one on the way out. She did bring a lot to the villa. She did. A lot for us to discuss. Yes. I'll give her a little bit of credit for that. I am also going to crack an egg and pour it out for Keenan, just because I found him so funny this whole week, like kind of doing his own thing and his own storyline in the midst of all this other stuff that he just had nothing to do with. It was a little bit of like lightness and freshness that I appreciated. And yes, it endeared me to him. Definitely. And then with my remaining nine eggs, I would like to give two to Sammy, three to Tom Two to Jesse and two to Will. And I do have to note that I am not giving Shaq any eggs this week. Nice. First. Because I'm not blindly biased. (laughs) Shots fucking fired. (laughs) No, I just, I was like, oh, this is like so weird. I'm not giving Shaq any, but I don't think he deserved them this week. I know. He didn't really do too much this week. Except for make fun of Tom. No, he didn't. I know. I didn't like that. Yeah. Who was your most toxic islander? I feel like I know. <laughs> <laughs> My most toxic islander this week was Casey. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> for I mean, just start the episode over. I know. And listen again. Not for anything with Claudia. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like I think she didn't handle that well, and he was in the right. But for how he handled the situations, for how he bullied Tom, how he handled everything with Jesse specifically, that is why. I'm scared to say mine. 
Is yours going to be fucking Jesse? Okay. Who's your most toxic gender? Jesse. I wrote Jesse. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was out of pocket with that Casey shit. <laughs> but then it was like, while we were talking, I was like, I mean, Ari has some points. I see it. I see the light here. I would give. If I'm gonna remain true to myself, I'd, get, I'd maybe split yes, this one as you should. Yeah, I would maybe split this one between Jesse and maybe Claudia. Although I don't really think Claudia was toxic. I think that she was just hurt and acting out. Yeah, I want to say a li- I'll give it to Jesse slash Olivia. Classic, okay. easy. Because Olivia is always toxic. I was between Casey and Olivia as well. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and <laughs> I'm curious to hear your answer to this one. Uh, what was your most shocking moment this week? I had a hard time picking this one. I said Olivia Maxwell getting to send someone home. What did you Ooh, What did you pick? Okay. I was almost going to not do that, but just the fact that, like, Olivia was dumped, not because oh, yeah. I can't believe that she was in the bottom of that boat, but just because I feel like it, we've been wanting it for so long, yeah. and it finally happened, and that was kind of shocking. But what I actually ended up putting down was the boys bullying Tom after sports day. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I did not I have to do that. was a little bit like, why are you going in so hard on somebody that's obviously upset about something that was so stupid? And it kind of, that drama took up like the entire episode. And I just, I mean, it, it wasn't particularly shocking this week, but I thought that that was a surprising moment. Yeah. I agree. And what are your finalist predictions or who are your finalist predictions? Okay, so I switched up just a little bit this week. I'm again going to go from fourth to first place. So the one that I switched is Shaq and Tanya for Kai and Snom. So I think that in fourth place, we'll have Shaq and Tanya. Mm -hmm. In third place, we'll have Ron and Lana. In second place, we'll have Jesse and Will. And in first place, we'll have Tom and Sammy. So my finalist predictions this week are in fourth place, Shaq and Tanya in third place, Will and Jesse. In second place, Ron and Lana. And in first place, Sammy and Tom. So okay. Not that different. I could see that as well. So we just basically have our second and third switched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that people don't like Jesse because of how she reacted after Casa. I think that people don't like Jesse after this week as well. I think, unfortunately, having there be some allegations within the villa that she's a game plan that she's fake is only going to add fuel to the fire that already exists on the outside of the villa with that narrative but i guess we'll all keep having to tune in and find out we'll see yay well thank you guys for joining us and we cannot wait to chat with you next week can't wait to chat next week bye thank you so much for listening Please follow us at She's Got the Chat on Instagram and TikTok. Rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to chat next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.